Hello and welcome again to the Jobs Podcast. My name is Barry Vickers and thank you again for downloading this episode which will be about preparing for interviews. I'd like to remind you that this podcast website is at irishjobspod.wordpress.com and you can subscribe to it there or for free in iTunes and in Learn Out Loud. As ever, I would welcome your comments or feedback or ideas for future episodes. Please email me at barry at barry.ie or connect with me through LinkedIn. This week, I'd like to talk to you about preparing for interview. So, great, your cover letter and CV have gotten you time with the employer. Now it's time to capitalise. Interviews is a massive topic. So today I'm just going to cover off the basics in terms of preparation and what to do. Let's consider the main interview types. So there's the telephone interview. Your interview could be a video interview on Skype or similar. There's also a technology which is I'm going to call automated online video. And this is companies like Sonru and what they do is you get sent a link and you record your response to questions uh, just to camera. There's no person at the other side. You can, of course, be invited to face to face uh, interview and you can have second round and third round interviews as well. So let's talk about, first of all, when you're arranging the interview. Always treat the person arranging the interview as you would the interviewers. Be polite, respectful, express enthusiasm and stay away from negativity because this will reach the hiring manager. Also, you make a preferential treatment in terms of choice of slot if they like you. There's no difficulty with things like special needs. So if you need uh, someone to do sign language for you or wheelchair access, just make sure that the interviewers know any reasonable accommodations that you would need, even if you're not asked. Try and be flexible in terms of your time. There's no problem if you need notice uh, and you can only do certain times, but make sure that you're not losing out in the process if you're not making yourself available. For example, if they're only having first round interviews before a certain date, probe that if you need to, but they will generally be quite honest with you about that. If you need to cancel, do so no less than 24 hours in advance out of courtesy. So in other words, if you're not too sure if you're gonna be able to make the interview tomorrow, once it gets to the 24 hour point, if you can't be certain, reschedule, call, cancel, reschedule. So let's separate out the different interview types now, first of all. For telephone interviews, well, these are there's pros and cons to these. The disadvantage here is not being able to see each other and you miss out on visual cues like body language and so on. The pro side is you can have material in front of you that you can refer to and they're somewhat easier to do in, in that sense or easier to arrange they're easier to attend and you control the environment on your side as well which is great the one thing i would say to you is don't be tempted to google for answers they can hear you type and they will take a negative view in most instances i would imagine look after the basics make sure that they have the correct number has it changed from your cv or if it's possible to get a landline, get one and give it well enough in advance. Make sure where you're going to be is quiet and you won't be disturbed. Make sure that there's good cellular coverage if you are on a mobile phone. Make sure that the battery of the device you're using is charged. You'll be surprised at how power hungry calls can be when you're on the call for an hour. Be ready for an early call. Sometimes previous interviews finish up early. They might call you five minutes early. Be ready for that. If you can't take the call, there's generally no problem with saying, no, actually, I, I'm not ready yet. Can you please call me back in five minutes? If you are called at the appropriate time, do, of course, be ready and take the call then. And if you can't for something unexpected, explain that it's been unexpected. Don't worry if you're interrupted by babies or pets or something happens. It, you know, there is some understanding from the employer side. Try to avoid it, though, of course. And if if there's pets or children or other d distractions around, try and have someone else there who can help you deal with the situation if it arises. 
I would recommend not to offer another number at the last minute unless absolutely necessary. I'm just not a fan of this. It disrupts the process and it demonstrates a certain lack of preparedness. It's okay to do this well in advance, but if declined, don't bring it up again. Um, let's take a few considerations now in terms of video interviews. By, so by these, I mean uh, usually Skype or Viber or WebEx, technology where you can see the interviewers and they can see you. Um, first of all, make sure that they have your correct ID and make sure that you're online and you have a good connection. And again, if you're using a battery or something like that, make sure that it's plugged in or that you know the battery is well charged because using these tools, they are very power hungry again. Be familiar with the technology. Make sure your microphone and speakers and camera are working. Um, if possible, be near a landline so you can start up, fire up audio over the, the telephone as well. It's generally better than the speakers and microphones and, and laptops. If you do want to test or practice, do so with someone other than the person organising the interviewer. If you ask the interviewer or the person organizing the interview to do it, it just demonstrates your lack of familiarity with the technology. So ask someone else to do it. Um, know the capability of the tool. So, uh, for example, uh, don't offer to present a PowerPoint over Skype unless you have the premium license that allows you to do this. Very important here, dress as you would for a face-to-face. -face. So dark suit, formal wear is, is appropriate. It's treated as you would a face-to-face -face because they can see you. Again, you can have the material in front of you. That's that 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 that's no problem. Make sure where you are is well lit. Uh, try and look at the camera, and if you can, because looking down or looking to the side gives kind of gives the impression that you're not paying attention to the person. So try and look into the camera because that camera is effectively the person's eyes. Try and get a good angle that you can be seen. Uh, I personally, I'm not good at this. I'm the big hypocrite here, and I'll admit it. And but that's usually because there's two or more people on my side when I'm on the video interview, and I have to try and get everyone in the the frame. Make sure you're in an appropriate place. I did do an interview once where the chap was lying on the on a bed. I have seen that it it doesn't go down well. You know, sitting up, nice angle, well lit, and so on. Um, be aware as well that. Body language is imp as important here as it would be in a face-to-face -face interview. There's obviously some cult cultural aspects around this. So it's a huge area. I mean, even steepling has positive and negative uh, connotations. So just something to mention and have sight of. Be aware of the culture on the other side of the call and trying to adhere within the norms of that. Okay, next let's talk about the automated online video scenario so again this is where you'll be sent a link or similar where the expectation is you log in you will be presented with a list of questions and you will answer those there will be no other human person at the other side it's reviewed later by the company at, at their leisure so it's a new development i would anticipate that there will be more and more of these because it's a great time saver for companies and it's you know it's a self-started technology so it doesn't have to be mutually it doesn't have to be a mutually agreeable time it can be whenever suits you and whenever suits them couple of things to watch for it is self-started so once you start it be ready to go through it make sure you have enough time make sure you know how long it lasts and so on uh, same rules as video apply in terms of attire lighting uh, make sure you dress accordingly is what i mean by attire and, and lighting make sure you look into the camera and so on when you sent the link completed in a timely fashion 48 hours is usually a good guide unless otherwise specified or agreed, you know, you can ask. 
Um, make it interesting when you're answering the questions. Bear in mind that there isn't someone human on the other side now, but there will be. So be bright, be enthusiastic, engage, look at the camera and talk to the camera. Even if you're referring to notes occasionally, make eye contact with the camera to engage the person who will be reviewing these. They probably have to look at yours and a whole bunch of other ones and doing that will make you stand out. As with other interviews, always end up with an elevator pitch. I forgot to mention this with telephone interviews, but I'll, I'll, I'll cover it here now. Even though with these, you haven't really heard more about the role, I'll mention this specifically. Do have an elevator pitch ready that you can say, you know, sell yourself. So if you're not familiar with the concept of an elevator pitch, the scenario is if you get into an elevator and you happen, the person who has the job that you want is in the elevator with you, you have until you reach the top floor to pitch yourself to that person and sell to them why you're suitable for the role. So it's just a very short, high level selling of your skills and experience and relevance to the role in the hope that they will make a decision in your favor. So have an elevator pitch ready for the automated online video. And when you get to the last question, before you finish, push in your elevator pitch there. So for telephone interviews, obviously you'll have learned new information about the role through that. So you will have to adjust your elevator pitch on the fly. Likewise with face-to-face -face as well. It's something you should maybe be preparing and polishing off as they're telling you more about the role, which generally happens at the early stage of the interview. Moving on to face-to-face -face interviews then, make sure, bring copies of your CV and a job spec. Don't assume that they'll have them. Be familiar with both. Um, you're gonna be going into those in great detail. Telephone interviews are generally shorter and generally less detailed. Um, bring a notepad with you. Don't bring excessive notes though. It's okay to have material in, in front of you in a face-to-face that's in a memory aid, but not excessive amounts. They haven't brought you to read to them, they brought you to talk to them. Um, make sure you arrive in good time in, and in good order. So bear in mind, way too early is almost as bad as too late because it generally means that they have to come down and they, you know look after you and, and so on and so forth. It's better to be maybe five, 10 minutes early not anymore. If you arrive any earlier than that, just wait in the car or, you know, wait outside or, you know, um, take five minutes to compose yourself. Don't go in an hour early because it just, uh, it, it creates inconvenience for the, for the interviewers. Know where the interview is at. Ask for directions if you need to. They can generally send you links to things like Google Maps and so on. Think about where you're going to park if you're in the car. Think about parking meters and having change. Think about the weather. What happens if it rains? Um, Think about how long you will be there. Again, going back to parking meters, how much money will you need to put in the, the, the meter? So ask in advance for a duration and allow then for delay or overrun because it does happen. Um, do A good tip I like is to use the bathroom when you arrive and you're signing in. A couple of reasons. Um, you get it done and it avoids interruptions later on in the process. You also get to see behind the scenes a little if the bathroom is in uh, near the, 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 the work floor, if you like. And you get to settle your nerves a little bit as well. You get to kind of get used to, to new environments. Don't forget, do dry your hands. Nothing worse than shaking hands with someone who has uh, clammy hands. When you're waiting for the person to come down to you, I, I generally say to people, try to avoid sitting down unless you're going to be there for very long. It just um, it avoids that awkwardness when you're getting up and they're walking towards you. You know, smile when you see them, shake hands. Think about some small talk in advance that you're going to talk to them about maybe your journey or compliment them on the quality of the directions that they gave you or something nice to talk about. Um, do smile now and keep on smiling throughout the interview. You don't want to look like a gawking fool, but you, you do want to be appear to be pleased to be there and engaged in the process. If you're offered a drink, 
take it you don't have to drink it but it's there just in case you run dry you will be talking for a long time in the interview if you are fasting um for something like ramadan and so on obviously you know use those uh those rules um I'd like to mention a little bit here about uh, second and third interviews as well, because generally they're, they're less structured than the original interviews and people wonder, why am I being brought in again? And the key for me for second and third round interviews is what they're looking for there is what you learned from the last round. And now that you've had a chance to think about what you learned in the first round, how would you apply that to what you think or is your perception of the role and about how you present yourself? Um, they'll more, more than likely ask you things about like what would be your plan for the role? Uh, so bear, the, bear those things in mind when you go for your first round interview as well. It's something just to kind of have at the back of your mind that when you're having the interview, you want to get that information out of them so that you know if you're called in again, you'll be able to develop a first plan for the first week, three months, six months and so on. Um, lastly, some general tips about all interviews. Again, smile, show enthusiasm for the role. It goes a long way. Next, be prepared. Know the spec and know the company. Uh, you are nearly always going to be asked why are you interested in this role and knowing about the role, about the company and so on, it's bound to come up. Do you know the format of the interview? And there's very different types. Uh, the, the standards are usually technical interviews, company-based interviews, um, formal, informal interviews. Um, again, do your own research on what these types mean. If you're told it's a competency interview, don't expect the company to explain it to you. There's loads of stuff out there on the internet. Um, if it is an industry norm, if you ask the company to explain it to you, it's again, it's demonstrating laziness and a certain amount of lack of business acumen. If it's not an industry norm that, that they're presenting you with, um, then ask them, that's, that's no problem. If the interview is called an informal interview, don't be fooled. Everything will lead to some sort of decision. Everything is going to affect your job search. So they can be informal, you'll be at your top game. There is a, a theory I like to refer to called the positive interview theory. So by this, I mean that interviewers only call you for an interview if they want to screen you in. So they're only calling you for an interview if they really want to hire you. This necessarily isn't the case. And I have sometimes attended interviews whereby, you know, someone has already made a decision that they don't want this person to be the selected person. Um, even in that scenario, it is an opportunity to turn that around. So you can, and I have seen it turned around, but you know, in general, the positive theory does apply. They do want you to come in and they do want you to shine. They do want you to demonstrate how you fit the role so that effectively their job is done and they can kind of close off the whole interview process and move on to offering you the role. Um, for all interviewer, all interviews know who the interviewers are and what their titles are, but more importantly than their titles, the context of how they fit in with the job that you're interviewing for. So maybe someone is HR, like I would be, or they're a line manager, or they're a member of the team that would be working on, or they're a customer of the team. So do know who they are if you can find out in advance in their name. So, you, you know, you're not learning that when you arrive and you can have that well settled. Have a look at their profiles on LinkedIn if you can. There's no problem with that. I would maybe discourage you from seeking to connect with them on LinkedIn at this stage until you've met them. But maybe do that afterwards if you feel it's appropriate, if it's gone well. Have good questions prepared for interviews, always. There's no general hard and fast guidelines about this. What I say to people is ask about the role itself, ask about the team they'd be working in, ask about the organization itself as you know where it's going and so on. Um, and certainly find out about the next steps, always 
do ask about the next steps, but don't rely on that as being your only question. It just shows a lack of preparedness. As I said before, finish off with an elevator pitch. Again, polish this off as they're telling you about the role. You know, if because you want to bring stuff that you've learned in the interview to your elevator pitch to show that you're alert and you're listening and you're engaged. Uh, do thank the interviewers for their time, always. Um, do bear in mind as well, I will say with the video and the face-to-face -face formats, eye contact is very important. In some cultures, in some cultures, it's 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 it seems disrespectful to make co eye contact. Um. Also, don't focus exclusively on the hiring managers. Other people are in there for a reason. So do share your eye contact with all interviewers. I had a conversation with a chap called Paul this week. Who, um, you know, he he came in with a beard, and we were just talking about it and uh, about be. My recommendation is always to be clean shaven or bearded. To be in middle stage, it's very hard to gauge when you're in the middle stage but the middle stage uh, i'd be inclined to go clean shaven or you know and start again rather than coming in a halfway and um, always be dressed smartly if they can see you so for face to face or for video the expectation here is generally a suit even for organizations where they you know they they don't dress like that on a day-to-day -day work basis the expectation is you're there to impress so wear dark business suit one of the more important tips i like to give people is Bear in mind, the interview starts as soon as you're inside of the building and doesn't end until you're out of sight of the building. So be nice to the receptionist. Uh, when the interview is over and you're going down in the elevator or whatever, or the interviewer is showing you out, still be in that mode where you're trying to impress them. It's become more common now as well after interviews to do follow-up notes. So my guidance on this is, yeah, I think it's a good idea. Um, just send people a quick note to say, look, thank you for your time. I thought it was very interesting and I, I can't wait to hear more about the role. Um, what I would say to you is go back in the way it came to you. So ask the person who arranged the interview, can they send uh, a note to the recruiter or to the recruiters for you? I wouldn't ask for email addresses. It may put the person in a difficult situation where they have to say no if they've been asked to withhold that uh, information. Um, always ask for next steps in the recruitment process at the end of an interview and set the tone of when you can follow up if you haven't heard. So, you know, they'll say to you, um, we should make a decision about the next step by next week and then say, okay, well, look, if I haven't heard from you, I'll maybe ring you Monday of the following week if that's okay. And they'll generally agree to that and then stick to that schedule. Don't jump ahead unless there's a reason for it. Perhaps you've been offered another job and this job is your preference, but stick to the schedule if, if you can. If you don't hear from the company, never assume that no news is bad news. Recruitment is a funny business and sometimes things can happen that are outside the companies or the recruiters or the hiring managers control, but it could, it could still be very much the number one preference. So what I'd say to you, when in doubt, check. So uh, that's it. I hope that will help you with all the various different interview formats. As I said, this is a very basic overview of some basic preparation. Interviewing is a massive, massive topic and I hope to cover it off in much more detail in later episodes but that's the basics and hopefully if you get those down you can concentrate on the main part of the interview which is really selling yourself and I'll cover that off again in different episodes so that's it for today hope you found this episode useful if you have any comments or tricks or tips around interviews that you'd like to share please drop me a line at barry at barry.ie or comment on the site which again is irishjobspod.wordpress.com Again, the podcast is part of a series that's available for free to download at that address or on iTunes or learnoutloud.com. Next week, I hope to be talking to Tony Fernandez, who is commercial manager of Gempool Vero Solutions, 
about how, why and when you can and should use recruitment agencies to best effect in your job search. But for now, thank you again for listening. Good luck with your job search and take care.